Hey everyone, this is Josh back with Cardboard Chronicles, and today I'm speaking with Randy, a self-proclaimed Dewan Wagner super collector who's been collecting since about 1989. He's also known as the King of Lots. So, Randy, how's it going, man? Pretty good. How you doing, Josh? I'm doing great. Ready to talk some cards? Yes, I can't wait. I love talking cardboard. All right, why don't you and collecting cardboard? So, why don't you start us off? Tell us about yourself. Tell us about your background in the hobby. Okay, a um, little background about myself. I'm older than dirt. Well, that's what most of my friends say. So, uh, and I'm probably the oldest basketball collector alive. Um, yes, folks, I'm still alive, even though I'm older than dirt. Um, I have been collecting for a while, off and on. Uh, my next door neighbor stole my entire collection uh, back in the '90s. I put a real bad taste in my mouth, but I came back in in 0304 with Le the LeBron hype. And if I had been smart, I would have started collecting LeBron in 0304. I wasn't so smart. I went with I chose Dewan Wagner. I guess I just had less competition, so I felt like not as many people were on my lawn. So, uh, like I said, I was able to pick stuff up pretty cheap, put a nice little Dewan Wagner collection together. I acquired the Super Collectors Dewan Wagner collection, and so I morphed the two together. And now I have the Super Duper. Dewan Wagner collection. Not that I'm bragging, but um, but that's that's where I'm at, and I just I love cardboard. That's what I do. So, what do you collect other than Dewan Wagner? I know you collect a lot more stuff. I do. I try to collect things that I know will help people, um, regardless of what happened with that crazy Grand Hill auction. We won't revisit that. Um, but I usually buy lots, and if I see cards in there that I know that will help somebody, I'll pick up that lot, and then I'll send them the card, and then I'll just keep the rest of it. That way they're happy, I'm happy. Um, but I, I try to go for lots. I know there's a lot more people nowadays buying lots because you get more bang for your buck. Um, but if you buy lots, stay off my lawn. No, just just kidding. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. Kukoc ITP. So, um, but no, I, I really like lots and I really do like helping people. Um, the, the one thing about when I help somebody and I send them a card for free, one thing is they can never return it. Whereas if you sell a card, it'll be conditioned not as described. It'll be, it was off centering. It'll be like, I didn't receive the card. It was an empty package. I don't get none of that when I send cards for free. And I feel that I'm helping somebody out, so I'm kind of contributing to the hobby. I always try to like pay it forward, and uh, like I said, I just that's what I try to do. Someday, ultimately, my ultimate goal is to be the most helpful person on Blowout. I need to uh, take BDRR off the throne and <laughs> supplant him on the throne. So. so, what's like the secret to lot buying? Are you looking for something specific, or are you just looking for? anything really any are you thinking of what uh, people on the on the boards are uh, looking for when you're looking through these lots I am I try to keep those in mind there was a card that a guy was looking for I looked for it at the national I couldn't find it I looked for it in lots couldn't find it must be pretty hard it was like an old 2000 2001 SP game used it had like Malone and Stockton like I don't know I think they were either jerseys or they were floor pieces uh, something like that, and uh, he was paying a hundred dollars finder's fee. So, dude, a hundred dollars finder fee for a common, <laughs> I'm on it. But 
I've struck out so far, but I will continue to look. And if I find it, it's his. He doesn't have to send me the hundred bucks anyway. I'm just saying. So what else are you looking for in terms of lots though? Like where are you looking Craigslist? How does it, how does the lot buying work? I'm not familiar with it as, as much. Okay. You're going to learn some, I might as well let everybody on blowout know since a few people do know I'm probably the only person on blowout that does not own a cell phone. In other words, I don't Twitter. I don't Instagram. I don't MySpace. I don't, I mean, I don't do none of that kind of stuff. I, I don't, you know, the only thing that I do is eBay. So I have to be very, I spend a lot of time on eBay looking for stuff, searching for stuff. And, uh, but I, I'm looking for the hard to find stuff, the case hits, um, the pre-Nini stuff, because Panini sucks. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't say that on your podcast. Please delete that. Um, but I like pre-Nini stuff. I know a lot of people bash tops and upper deck. But man, some of that stuff is just, I don't know, I, I'm getting more and more j jazzed about that stuff every time. And I'm not pumping the Utah Jazz, Cleveland Cavaliers, though. Anyway, so uh, I just, I like that old stuff. That stuff really, uh, really gets me. And uh, But the Panini stuff, every card is white. It looks like a decoy to me. And uh, there's no action. I mean, Panini's done okay, like on their low-end stuff seems like they've done real good with their photography and their action things and stuff like, but the high end stuff that are like the big money things like flawless, immaculate, national treasures, all that other kind of stuff. It's just white cardboard. And, uh, I mean, if I wanted white cardboard, I'd just buy more decoys, you know, but, and, uh, but like I said, just not a real big fan of Panini and, but they've done a few things right, but, uh, they've done most things wrong. But anyway, um, hopefully no one from Panini's watching this. If you, if you are, just delete that part. And, uh, like I said, I love tops and upper deck always have always will. Um, I'm looking for Jordans. Um, I just got a Jordan insert in a lot. I think it's like 97, 98 ultra abilities, superstar Jordan. Uh, I don't know, 500 to a thousand bucks, probably what that goes for. I guess that was in a lot. In that same lot was a Jordan uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Nice. Uh, never had one of those. I, I have like a Sharif Abdul-Rahim or Joe Blow or somebody. I don't know. Um, because like I said, I'm a low-end collector. Most everybody I've seen so far on your podcast are high-end collectors. And that's great. I love G. Slayton and Alabama Slamma and uh Mike uh double X the beast and I mean I love all those guys but the good news for them is I'm never on their lawn <laughs> I'm not buying their stuff they're never on my lawn they're never buying my stuff so that's the one good thing I like about the hobby is that there's something for everybody yep. if you like low end stuff cuz you can't afford it there's something for you if you got a little bit of money 50 bucks a week there's something for you if you got Nat Turner kind of money, there's something for you too. So there's something for everybody. And that's what I really like about the hobby. I'm not excluded just because I'm not a high roller. Right. I mean, I love looking at 93, 94 beam team cards. They're just, they're, they're cool. I love, I, I especially love 92, 93 beam team cards. Yeah. They're not worth anything except for the Jordan and, uh, Begin Jordan, everything is worth anything. You put Jordan on toilet paper and it's going to be worth something. Just don't use it. <laughs> uh, leave it mint in box. 
but um no you like i said i i like i like any cards that that like i'm attracted to like those ultra abilities it doesn't have to be the superstar card it could be just the ultra abilities i like uh what i'm kind of the kick i'm on now is card serial numbered 100 or less and it doesn't matter if it's baseball football basketball hockey racing swimming nascar i mean it doesn't matter um i mean i'm into that uh and like i said i just i like the look of those i like serial numbers low numbered serial numbers that are printed stamped on the card you know i don't like that hand numbered stuff and i don't like base cards i, I god i don't even know why i understand you made them because of set collectors i'm not a set collector i just don't have that much space in my basement my wife already calls it the museum of cardboard and plastic so um but i try to keep it so it's nice and neat on shelves and so it doesn't uh, interfere with her walking in and out of the basement. So she doesn't even see it. And she tells me, I'm not even looking at what you got. I say, good. Then you don't want to know how much I spent. And <laughs> Well, I'd love to know how much you spent. And I'm like, nope, you don't even know what I got. <laughs> uh -oh. So I try to, you know, but it's my money. I work for it. I have my money. She has her money. We have two separate accounts. And if I get my paycheck, I pay bills. Then I spend it on cardboard. How much on cardboard? Every cent on cardboard that don't go to bills. And let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. My favorite day of the week, you know, you think, oh, it's Monday. No, that's the worst day of the week. Tuesday, Wednesday. A lot of people like Fridays. A lot of people like Wednesday because it's hump day. My favorite day of the week, none of those days. My favorite day of the week, mail day. Mail that's day. My day of the week. I think we all knew the answer to that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love mail days. I love going out to my mailman hates me though. Cause yeah. I like, I buy in lots. I mean, she's probably gained 30 pounds of muscle just over the years, you know, delivering lots to me. But you know, she's like, God, Randy, what'd you buy bricks? And I'm like, well, I hope not. If I did, they're probably 97, 98 skybox. Cause those are probably bricks, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> cause you know how they brick up. So and then people put them in the freezer and then, the, and I did that one time I put them in the freezer and I thought, okay, they'll thaw. I guess that's what you're supposed to do. Anyway. So I pulled them out and I pulled it out and every card ripped the face off every oh, single. <laughs> and I'm like, well, whoever came up with that idea, maybe you should have told me to turn my thermostat down on my freezer. I don't know. But anyway, but I mean, I love cardboard. I love talking cardboard. And, um, but like I said, you're here to interview me. I'm sorry. I'm kind of hoarding the time. No, dude, you're just like running. It's great. I'm listening to all your stuff. <laughs> so I'll jump in then. Uh, what made you collect DeJuan Wagner? And, you know, what got you started on him versus LeBron? You sort of touched on it a little bit. Yeah, um, I I got into the hobby because of the LeBron hype. And I thought he was going to be good. Uh, didn't know he would be great. Didn't know he'd be the greatest of all time. I'm sorry to you, Jordan people. I'm no, I know Jordan's the greatest of all time. That's in my opinion, my opinion. Anyway, but um, I really got into, I started watching all the games. I love LeBron. I loved his game. He was unselfish. He could average 50 a game if he wanted to. He wouldn't have any assists though, but uh, which in Cleveland, he should have uh, not passed the ball as much because he got, he got bashed for passing the ball too much. And I'm like, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't, LeBron. Right. But anyway, so I, I – so I, I liked LeBron. I was following LeBron, picked up a few LeBrons. Um, 
But then I really gravitated to Dewan Wagner. You know, he was a lottery pick, you know, so he was Cleveland's number one. Um, I liked Cleveland um, at the time. Um, this is, you know, the year before LeBron. And he scored 100 in a game. I used to play high school basketball. Um, that was with the peach baskets, you know, because I'm <laughs> old up here. So, um, but I, I couldn't imagine what it would be like to score 100 in a game, whether it's YMCA, whether it's pickup, whether right. it's an NBA game. You know, I know Wilt did it, but, you know, Wilt did it against men. Dewan Wagner did it against boys. But uh, I just thought that was pretty cool. And I'm like, that's who I'm going for. So I just started going after him. Now, I wasn't buying lots then. No, it's just if you if you PC a guy, you're not going to find you're not going to improve your collection with lots. Uh, you got to go straight for the card, right. you know, the individual card. So, um, like I said, I, I've picked up some really nice ones over the years. I got a couple um, here that, Let's you know, Dewan. Oh, OK. All right. So here's I mean, I only pulled a couple. I mean, I got. I have three 3,200 count boxes full. Uh, a lot of them are just close to this quality, not as high as this quality. But I mean, I'll just let them speak for itself. There we go. Yeah, Dewan, uh, number to ten, nice. patch. Uh, it, I actually found this next one in a lot, but the lot was like eight thousand dollars, and it didn't sell. And so I asked, I contacted the seller and I said, would you bust up the lot? And she said, sure. I said, yeah, I want that Wagner. She said, how much? I said, as much as you'll sell it for. That was that one. So I got like, you know, two of those now. Those are nice cards. Those are hard to find. Yeah. You just, like I said, finding the patch out of 10 out of 0304, pretty tough. Uh, there was one that went about two months ago, I think. The 4th of July, the 3rd of July, I think, I threw up in my mouth. It went for like 250 bucks. Um, I mean, I would have paid double that, and uh, but it was a buy it now, and somebody probably hit it within seconds because right. of what it was. Now, here's a couple other cards you've, I'm sure you've never seen, and I'm sure you'll never see, and I own probably, I own half of the print run. These are pretty cool, especially for a scrub-a-dub, scrub you know, like Dewan Wagner. But, I mean, if you collect a scrub, like I said, you'll realize how hard these are to get. Nice. That's, uh, out of 0405, it's like Flair. Fl oh, it's Final Edition. Flair Final Edition. They're numbered to six. Okay. That's the G. That's the N. Spells whole name. That's the R. I, I do. I really wish. I mean, I'd spend a thousand bucks a piece if they popped up on eBay. You're like a thousand bucks for Yeah. Yeah. But I have one card. This is the, my last card left that I brought up. But I have one card that I would like to know what maybe the community. Oh, my God. My wife calls you guys the collecting community. So that's your name. So you guys are actually famous with my wife. I'll represent, huh. I'll represent for all of us. Yeah, that's right. All right. So, but this next card, I picked it up, picked it up at the National about six years ago. And like I said, I'd like to know like street value. Not that I'm ever selling it, but it'd be interesting to know. Okay. So LeBron, 
and Dewan 0304. You see that okay? Yeah. Glimmering a little bit. So you think, okay, numbered out of 500, right? Um, not quite. It's shining too much. You see the numbering? 17. I don't know if you. Yeah, numbered out of 17. Okay. It's jersey numbered. It's a. So yeah, 0304 uh, Flare Mystique numbered out of 17. Sweet. Well, that, that doesn't help the numbering. I just would be curious to know kind of like, you know, what the street value is on it. Like if somebody says 20 bucks, then I lost money. But, you know, like I said, this would be curious. I want to get, can I give a shout out to some, some uh, my posse? Oop, can't say posse, can I? I don't know. Let's ask Phil Jackson. Okay. So shout out to some of my people. Can I do that? Yeah, go. These are the people that are in my inner circle. Like for you, it would be probably what G Slayton, probably Double X the Beast, you know, those kind of guys you talk to on a regular basis. These are my nice. regular. Your homies. Well, these are my homies. Coo Coach ITB. You've heard me shout out to Coo Coach ITB already. Uh, Louette Velabis, um, M Go Blue, Chelsea FC11, and Jason DR91. So those are my guys. Uh, that's my that's my uh, starting five right there, and they've been with me since the very beginning. When we go to national, me and Louette Velabis and M Go Blue. And uh, Chelsea FC 11, we always hang out. Uh, Jason has not been able to go to a national yet his entire life. So hopefully next year we'll get him to Chicago. And uh, I hang around Coo Coach ITB. We talk every day and stuff like that. So, but back, again, back to you on the interview. I, I'm whoring the time again. I'm sorry. I have questions ready to go. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so let's say that someone made you give up everything you owned except one card. Pick one. That's the one? You already saw it? That's the one. All right. Yeah, it's that's got, the one. Because it's got LeBron on it? or? Uh, you know, I mean, it's LeBron's rookie, uh, numbered to 17. Yeah, it's an insert, but it's Dewan's jersey numbered card. Really, it it's two worlds colliding. Um, just, is that my most valuable card? No. I mean, I have Topps Chrome Rookie Refractor of LeBron, Bowman Chrome Rookie Refractor of LeBron. I have some of those, uh, gold, I think 97, 98 finest golds. They're like number to 74. Mm -hmm. I think I got five or six of those different guys. I got those in a lot. You don't see that too often. Um, so like I said, I have much more valuable cards, but like I said, that one kind of the best of both worlds. I mean, LeBron was a little 18-year-old punk. Oh, <laughs> sorry, kid, sorry. And uh, no, I love LeBron. And uh, like I said, I just, something special about that card to me. What about you? If there was one card that you had to like lose it all and the house is on fire and you're running in, what card are you saving? Uh, 2003 LeBron Ultimate Collection autograph. Oh, wow. I know it's like the most valuable card I own, but it's just very, that card's special to me. Like the yeah. time I spent saving up for it and um, like what I had to do to get it, it's just the stories behind it mean the most too. You know what's amazing to me is that you've only been in the hobby for like two years. Yeah, like two and a half. Yeah. 
you you have a collection that's like like you've been in the hobby for like 50 years. I mean, you just you got so many. I'm like, he must not sleep. I mean, I don't know how he finds these cards, get these cards, affords these cards and stuff like that. And I'm just like, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, two years and you are where you are. And you're already like, I'm already tired of Anthony Hart. I'm going to move on to this. And I'm like, dude, how can you be tired after two years? And I'm like, you just barely started. But, you know, no, I, I understand it. I get it. But, man, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. I'm, just, you I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate yeah. to have the funds. So, uh, yeah. But I also put, awesome. I put in a lot of work, too, you know, finding stuff like, oh, yeah. you know, it's not easy to find sure. this stuff. It, no, it's not. No, if you're looking, because I don't go on eBay and just buy every single lot that I have. Right. Because I'd be living with those cards <laughs> in the front yard. My the van wife, down by the river. Yeah, that's right. That's right. My <laughs> wife would be like, you and your cardboard out. But, um, yeah, no, you. she's patient. She puts up with us. She thinks all my friends are funny. <laughs> and uh my posse you know she loves them all um they can spend the night anytime not not, not everybody on blowout just my posse just just saying but uh anyway like i said she 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 doesn't like the mail days so much um because one time she had to pick up one of the boxes and she said i damn near got a hernia when i picked it up i said that's okay we got good medical insurance she didn't laugh so um I just realized next time, all the mail days, I have to get those because uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of weight. With, there's not a lot of weight probably when you get a mail day, but there's a lot of weight when I get a mail day. So, <laughs> but I love it. I because what I do is I get the lot, and it's always unorganized. It's unsorted. So I put all the game used in one box, all the autographs in one box, all the serial numbered refractors and inserts and parallels in one box. And stuff like that. I sort it all. Then I go back and I sort it all by year. So that way, if somebody says, hey, I'm looking for a 93-94 stadium club beam team, uh, Akeem Olajuwon, I'd be like, bam. <laughs> I would just send it to them, right? Um, so like I said, I enjoy sorting and organizing. Uh, it, to me, that's just as much fun as the hunt. Totally. And I think – that's what connects you and me. You're like, I don't connect with you and I do. But anyway, that's what connects you with me because we're hunters. Right. You know, just like G. Slayton. You know, he just picked up. You told me about his recent mail day. He's a hunter. And uh, it doesn't matter if you low end, mid end, high end. We're all hunters and gatherers. That goes back to being cavemen. Because my wife's like, why do you collect? I'd be like, because I'm a caveman. <laughs> She's like, what? I'd be like, I'm sorry take too long to explain it but like i said we're hunters we're gatherers that's what we do and uh, we've just all gravitated towards cardboard some people gravitate towards cars or stocks and bonds or women you know uh but we all like i said we're all it's ingrained in us we're hunters and gatherers i'm just a low-end hunter and gatherer you high-end hunter and gatherer so i wrote down your like, quote just so you know, like I stopped and typed out, I collect, I collect because I'm a caveman. That's a, that's the one liner. <laughs> we found it. But that's, that's the truth. I mean, yeah. seriously. I've never heard that. I like that one. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting t-shirts printed and uh, then put, putting cardboard chronicles underneath it. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So I have a Shout question. out to cardboard chronicles. Okay. I have a question related to what you're talking about. Uh, one thing I really like about you and Jeff and I respect about you guys is you're not is you're very proud of the fact that you're uh, low-end collectors and you like to roll with that. 
Can you speak, like, what do you attribute that to? What is it about the low-end hobby that you that you enjoy maybe more than high-end, and what makes it, like, separate you from everybody else? For me, low-end is, is something that'll consume my time. Uh, when I'm sleeving cards, I'm top-loading cards. When I'm going through cards, it reminds me of days gone by. I mean, it's very nostalgic when I see a 93-94 beam team, Akeem Olajuwon. Um, that was one of my cards that got stolen back in the day. So it, it gives me good feelings. Um, getting a mail day gives me a good feeling. Winning an auction gives me a good feeling. When I get these lots in, I separate all the Dennis Rodmans out. I put them in a stack. And when I get a big enough stack, I send it for free to Jason DR91. Um, I put all my coup coaches in a stack. And when I get enough coup coaches stacked up, coup coach ITP, when I get enough coup coaches stacked I'm up. I'm that out. Oh, man, please don't edit that, please. <laughs> Jeff won't be happy about that, and he'll never answer my calls again. Oh, I live in Urbana. He calls me the scanner from Urbana. So anyway, so because I never answer his calls. So anyway, so then once I get that stack built up, then I just send it to him for free. I've helped these guys so much, and that's what I enjoy doing. And if I got one card in the mail, if it's a red PMG of Tony Kukoc or something like that, um, obviously I would help out Jeff. What I'd probably do is try to direct him to buy that card because I can't afford to buy that PMG and then to just send it off. You know, I mean, I'm the great enabler, which I, you know, I don't mind being an enabler, but I just can't afford to be an enabler at this point in my life. So I have three years left of work until I retire and then nice. stay off my lawn, you low rollers, <laughs> but I'm going to be doing nothing but spending 24 seven on eBay. But I just, I love buying low end cards and sorting them out and stuff like that. I hate getting cards that have tape all over them. I hate getting card, the uh, soft sleeves, top holders that have stickers all over them. The stickers are of the devil. So, I mean, you could like quote that one too, quote me on that one too. Stickers are of the devil, but you know, I'll just put brand, uh, thank you. I'll just put brand new top loaders, brand new soft sleeves and just throw the other ones in the tray. If they're yellowing, Yep, you trash. Know, I do that. They're just, they just go straight in the trash. Yep. Uh, uh, you know, not only does probably my mail lady not like me, probably my trash guy don't like me either because he's picking up tons of top loaders, not the soft sleeves way anything. But like I said, I try to make the collection presentable. I've had people come over and look, and uh, they they just they're in awe. They're like, oh my god, why isn't this on eBay? Oh my god, why isn't this on check out my cards? Oh my God, why is this on Facebook? I said, because I don't sell, I give, you know? So like I said, I'd rather bless somebody with some free stuff. It'll make their day yep. and uh, rather than just, you know, sell stuff and you get a couple bucks. Good. If I make a couple bucks off cards, what am I going to do with that money? Cards. Going to buy more cards. I mean, you already know the answer. So, but I just love the low end of the hobby. I mean, that's that's where I fit in. Uh, I don't fit in where you're at. I'm not. I'm never going to step on your lawn. Um, you don't have to put a sign up that says no trespassing. I just won't get on your lawn. Um, so, like I said, I just I love what I do. I, I love, like I said, the fact that there's something for everybody. And like I said, I really do. If I would have won, I swear to God, if I had won that crazy Grand Hill collection, Double X of Beast would have got a couple cards off me for free. I'm just saying that. A lot of people are like. You wouldn't do that. You're lying. 
you don't know Sabaske, you don't know me. You don't know me, but I would have. I would have done that. All right, I have, like, a, I have a morality get... question then. Okay. I have a morality question. All right. Let's say you went to a garage sale and someone this is obviously not gonna happen. Someone had a green penny hardaway PMG for five dollars and you just like obviously you buy it. What are you doing with this thing? Well, I tell you what, I tell you what I'm not doing with it. I'm not putting it down in the cardboard in the museum of cardboard and plastic. No, it'll it I promise you it would find its way in front of you. I promise you. But you I would there's no chance that uh <clears throat> there's no chance you're sending it for free. So I could send it for free and you might say there's no way I'm accepting this for free. Let me at least give you what I think it's worth or whatever. You know, that, I mean, that, that's up to you because okay. literally, seriously, what does a green PMG do to me? I hit a green PMG once in a lot. It was a green P it was a 0809 skybox green PMG in a lot of Carmelo and it's no longer with me. I moved it on. You know, I, I move cards along. I, I try to put cards where I think they belong if I got a green PMG of Anthony Hardaway, where do you think I think that card belongs? With you, right? I hope so, yeah. Yeah, and right. it, would, it, it would end up with you. So then I have a challenge for everybody watching. What are you looking for? Like, how do we pay this back? What, do you, what, what would we send you? Uh, what, what I like, uh, probably the, for the last two or three years, I like cards, any cards, any sport, any cards. Even swimming or Olympics or something, I don't even know. I mean, I guess those are sports. Anyway, <laughs> serial numbered 100 or less. I love seeing that stamp. And I know everybody has them. You know, people will be like, oh, I don't have cards serial numbered 100 or less. Look, if you're a high-end collector, you got some just laying around collecting dust. Well, see, if, people, if I get any of those and I say, hey, here's a Ku Coach number to 100, 0405 upper deck you send it to me i send it i put it in a three dollar i don't pwe nothing i send it in a padded envelope and i send it straight to kukoch itb i'm sorry jeff edler so you know that's what i do because to me the hobby is about karma there's enough bad karma sure in the hobby there's because i see that one link that you guys are on that thread that you guys are on fake rubies fake pmgs fake that just puts a bad taste in my mouth. I hate counterfeiters. I hate fakers. They're of the devil, too. They're probably more of the devil than tape. <laughs> Maybe. But see, I'm a low-end collector, so I don't have to worry about that high-end stuff. Right. But if I ever come across one and somebody says it's fake, I'd want to go beat the guy's ass. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't say ass. I'd go beat the guy's butt, you know, because I just wouldn't be happy, right. you know, that I that I got burnt or something like that. But. I'm about collecting, enjoying that collection, passing stuff on. Sometimes I hold on to a card maybe for six months or a year and say, I've enjoyed it long enough, time to move it on. Right. Let somebody else enjoy it. That's what I try to do. And some people I've said that to, and they're like, yeah, you're full of shit. Just ask Jason DR91 or Ku Coach or some of these other guys. M Go Blue, I've sent him cards for free. I mean, Chelsea FC uh, 11, I've sent him cards for free. So um, he actually bought my collection one time because I was getting so much stuff. The wife finally said, there's no room to walk in the basement. He literally showed, I swear to God, can't make this up. 
He showed up to my house with a 26-foot U-Haul truck. We loaded it up, and he took off. Oh, my God. Yep, yep. And my wife was tickled, and because I just shot him a price. And he's like, okay, done. I'm like, you haven't even looked at it. He said, I don't need to look at it. I know you got good stuff. I'm like, okay. He drove all the way from Massachusetts to Illinois, um, rented a U-Haul truck, him and his fiance, uh, who later married him, and drove away. Because he, he asked me, he's like, what size truck do you think I, I'll need? I said, a 26-foot one. He goes, ah, no, there's no way. I wouldn't be able to fill up a 26-foot. He's glad he got a 26-foot truck. <laughs> That's a lot of cars. But that, yeah, but that, that that didn't. I had over a million cards, you oh know, at the time, and just like I said, I, I was getting too too crazy with lots. Now uh, I try to be more selective, but um, I kind of want to talk about the Grant Hill lot. Do you not want to? No, yeah, we could definitely talk about that. So I'll let you tell like the story of what happened, and then we'll have a little debate on it. Okay, so. I saw, I don't know what keyword I typed in. It might have been crazy. Uh, and then that lot popped up. It might have been just lot. And that lot popped up. And I saw that. And I saw all those monster cards in it. So describe and the I'm lot not, for people that don't know. Whew, I mean, it was, uh, I think there was a PMG in it. I mean, there were so many hard-to-find 90s cards. They were just unbelievable. They were all case hits. You know, maybe one in five cases or That's something. Grand Hill, right? I don't think we even. Yeah, Grand Hill. Yeah, Grand Hill. Very difficult. I mean, they were like impossible cards, and so I had twenty five hundred dollars to my name. I don't, which for me, that's a lot of money. A lot of money. I don't have ten thousand to drop on this or twenty thousand to drop on, you know, that. But I had twenty five hundred, and I. I swear I was going to spend every bit of that $2,500 on it. So uh, I was trying to keep it hush-hush. I didn't want to throw it on blowout. I, that, I know that's ultimately what happened, but I wanted to kind of keep it a secret so that, like I said, because I was – you could ask uh, Ku Coach ITV. Him and I were in constant contact about this the whole time, and I said, I'm going after this auction. I'm going hard, $2,500. I'm, I'm all in. If it goes for $2,501, i am all out. But twenty five hundred, I'm all in. I'm hoping to get it. Uh, you know, maybe with the description. You know, maybe this. And and so I'm hoping that I get it. And if somebody needs a couple of cards, because there were like sixty two Grant Hills in it, I believe. And I said, if I win it, I'm going to keep some. I'm going to send some. Everybody's going to be happy. That was it. It went for over twenty five hundred. Uh, there was a thread on Blowout about it, and. Yeah, it went for a little more than 2500 But there was a thread, and people were calling me names, and it got kind of ugly. And I really felt kind of venom from, uh, you know, some of the people on some of the keyboard cowboys that are on blowout. And, you know, they didn't believe me that I said I was going to send some stuff out. That's okay, Sabaske, again, you don't know me. Um, but if I wanted for 25 I was going to do it. I didn't look – I didn't – figure out what each card went for. I didn't look at completed auctions. I looked at how much money I had in my pocket. I had $2,500 and it wasn't nearly enough. It went to somebody else. Then, okay, it moved on. So, yeah, the thread got pretty heated. 
it did, and ultimately the mods deleted it. Um, they didn't like the direction that it was going. They just went ahead and deleted it. Turned pretty ugly pretty fast. <laughs> it was like, boy, that 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 was quick, you know, and stuff like that. So, I mean, no hard feelings. If people don't believe me, then that's okay. I, I understand that. But someday they'll get a mail day, and then they'll believe me. But uh, but you just never know when that mail day is coming. Yeah, but, I, I mean, I definitely didn't, like, I definitely believed you that you were going to send the cards out. Um, I just knew, like, the lot was just worth, you know, closer to what it sold for. So that was my only... Those are my only two cents on the thread. Yeah. I thought the final like I said, I, just, right. I didn't price it out. I don't know the Grant Hill market. Um, I knew there were a lot of nice cards. Um, I, I did this one time. Uh, I bought an Anthony, or no, uh, Avery Johnson. I bought an Avery Johnson collection on eBay. It had, uh, I mean, it had some really nice 90 stuff, but it's Avery Johnson. It's not Michael Jordan. Okay. So yeah, there was a PMG in there. Um, there was a first day issue number to 25 in there, I think. Some really nice cards. Well, I think I think uh, G. Slayton wanted one of them. And so Kukoch uh, ITB, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that again. Kukoch ITB knew that Grant had a card that Kukoch ITB wanted. And he asked, Kukoch ITB asked me, Hey, could you send this card to G Slayton or can you send it to me? I'll send it to G Slayton because we're trying to work out a deal. I did it. I did it because I'm like, look, if this is going to help you out, then I'm cool with it. So I sent him the card. And then it was funny about a year, a year ago, no, a couple months ago, I was looking through my stuff and I'm like, hey, what, what happened to this Overy Johnson card that I had? And I asked Jeff about it. I said, dude, didn't I used to have that? He said, oh, dude, that went to me. Then it went to G Slayton, and then I got the Kukoc card off of him. Some Kukoc upper deck number to 25 yeah. that he needs for his PC. So, I mean, everybody helped. Everybody helped, you know. G Slayton helped out him. I helped out him, you know. So And then Grant got the card that he wanted. So everybody, it, it worked out for everybody. That's great, man. So, I love that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. So do you, have, a, do you have any Kukoc ITB? Do you have any final thoughts? <laughs> Any final, like, last-minute coach things that you want to say? <laughs> um, I don't have any regrets about the hobby. I do regret kind of selling the 0304 Exquisite LeBron RPA number to 99, four-color patch for $6,500. Mm. This thing's going to go viral now. Um, no, I, I don't – I owned the card. I can say that. Right. I owned it. Yeah, I owned it for about a month and a half. Um, my biggest fear, which I don't know if you have this fear, but my biggest fear was if I'm at work, what happens if the house catches on fire? Yeah. So insurance gives you the money if you're lucky, but then are you going to be able to – they're going to give me the 4900 that I paid for it. What am I going to do with 4900 Right. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm a low-end guy – and the house burns, I'll just Sabaske start all over again. You know, I mean, some of the cards I won't be able to get back, you know. Um, oh, I one thing I do want to say is I really like the standing old gold embossed cards. That's 0304. Um, there's a rumor that there's a print run of 10 for each card. Let me tell you, there is more than 10. I would say there's less than 20 
but I'd say there's more than 10. And it's a hard set to put together. I've tried to put it together since 0304. There's 42 cards in the set. I have 40. Oh. The only two that I'm missing is Dante Jones and Theron Smith. You know, those are in somebody's toilet somewhere because ain't nobody. Those things will never pop up on eBay because people, oh, they don't exist. Oh, sure, they exist in somebody's closet being banged around. But if you got a LeBron from that set, it's on eBay, you know, or it's been on eBay. So, like I said, I got two scrub-a-dubs that I'm still looking for to complete the set. Some guy told me it'd be 2025 by the time I get it done. I I don't even know if that'll happen because I've been – I look every day since 0304, every day. Like I said, I just love the look of those cards. They're real thick, very uh, embossed and stuff like that. Again, taking too much time, but uh, I love helping people. I love the hobby, something for everybody, and uh, I'm going to keep doing it till the day I die. Hopefully not today. You know, hopefully down the road somewhere, maybe way down the road. And then <laughs> I'm a lot closer than you guys are, I'm sure. <laughs> but, um, no, I just – I love cardboard. So – well, great, no, that's a great final thought, man. I really appreciate you coming on. This is great. All right. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate what you're doing. Um, you know, it's able to give people the opportunity to put a, a face with a name. Yep. Um, some people probably think I live in my, my mom's basement or something. You know, maybe some of the comments that I make. I don't. I own my own house. <laughs> um, just putting that out there. Um, this is my son's room. Cubs fan. Um, but, uh, no, like I said, I just, I do love everybody in the hobby. Some are a little rougher than others, but like I said, we're all part of the collecting community, according to my wife. (laughs) Like I said, I appreciate what you're doing and glad to see a low roller, get a little love. And, uh, like I said, I just, like I said, just keep doing, keep on keeping on. That's all I'm saying. Sure thing, man. All right. All right. I'll see you in Chicago. All right, yes, I'll be there. All right, I'll see you then. All right, have a good one.